0: Well, good morning, everybody. Happy Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas to all of you. I'm Adam. I am the lead communicator here at Downtown Harbor Church. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your day to come and spend it with us here at DHC as we celebrate Christmas Eve today. I got to give a couple of props, first of all, that girl who did the announcements up here, just just to let you know, that is my personal trainer, okay? Number one, yes, she is. And number two, I've gone from 22% body fat to 14.8% body fat this year. Here. All right? That's all I'm saying. People are like, you had body fat to begin with. I'm like, yes, I did. It was an ugly scene. So I got that all straightened out and squared away. Old boy, has got his preaching blazer on today, so get ready. It only comes out about once a year, but um, we are so excited that you're here with us to celebrate uh, Christmas and kind of kick off this two-day celebration together. I am so excited to be wrapping up this three-week talk series conversation, whatever you want to call it, called Why Christmas. So what we've been doing together is we've kind of been hitting the pause button and going, hey, why do we actually take time out to spend with people that we might not See other than this time of year Why do we take time out to celebrate Why do we take time out to remember Why do we actually hit the pause button And have these work parties And buy presents for each other And have put up trees and decorations in our house Why do we do that During this time of year So we've been asking why Christmas Furthermore, we've been asking a couple of more detailed questions related to why Christmas. And here's the first one. We asked this one on week one. Hey, why do we stop to remember? Why do we stop to remember these events about the Messiah, Jesus coming to earth? Why do we stop to remember this amazing, miraculous thing that did actually happen? So we answered that, and if you want to catch up with us, you can do it on our website at soflowchurch.com. if maybe you missed a couple of these, right? Why do we stop to remember? And then the second question we asked is this last week. Why is it controversial? Why is this idea of Christmas controversial to some? Because some people claim it to be a myth. Some people claim that it never happened. Why is it controversial? We answered that question last week. And this week's question is we ask why Christmas I just think it's very powerful. And some of us may even think that we know the answer, but I'm going to dive deeper into the answer than I have before here in a long, long time, right? Here's the question. Who is Jesus? Let me take this a step further, okay? This is the question. Who is this child who came to earth? We know the Christmas story. Most of us do. Who is this child that came to earth? This baby who came to earth in a manger, right? Born of a virgin, revealed by angels to them and shepherds and wise men. Who actually is this child who came to earth? Well, I think the answer that most of us would you know, know in, the, in the back of our mind, or maybe we've heard this said before, maybe you haven't heard this said before, but the real answer, the true answer is very simply, this child who came to earth, this Jesus, this baby that we celebrate on this particular holiday season is Messiah, right? He is the Messiah. And should we believe in him, should we turn our hearts toward him and say yes to him, then we are made right with the creator of the universe. He can save us should we allow him to do so. That is what a Messiah does to his people. But see, long before Jesus came to earth, long before he was born... He was prophesied about. Meaning there were people who predicted that this Messiah was going to come to earth and they not only predicted that he was going to come but they talked about who he would be and oh boy did he live up to every one of those predictions or those prophecies. See in the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament chapter 9 verse 6 it talked about Jesus and who he would be. It said this, for to us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be on his shoulders. And then it talks about who Jesus actually will be called. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace, that this Messiah wouldn't just come to the earth that we celebrate during this time of year as a baby, no, that this Messiah would grow up to be the savior of the world and would transform history and transform humanity, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. So let's unpack these one by one and look at who Jesus is and let's take a look at the first one number 1 wonderful counselor And, you know, sometimes when we look at this, we tend to think of, like, modern-day counselors, right? Because some of us have been in therapy. Some of us are in therapy. We've seen counselors. I tend to think that everybody should be in therapy. I think that therapy is a good thing at some point in your life. Go. There are good people over there, right? But we tend to think about that, like, wonderful counselor, right? But actually, when we look at the original text, I studied what this actually was written to be, right? Because wonderful actually was written in the original language to mean incomprehensible. That this Messiah who was to come was going to blow our minds unbelievably so much that we could never even comprehend what he would do, full of wonder and amazement. And then, sure enough, the original text describes counselor as this, a wise king. Someone who would rule over humanity, but would not rule with an iron fist, but would rule with what? Wisdom and grace and peace and mercy. And sure enough, in the book of Colossians chapter 2, verses 2 and 3, it says this, it goes on to talk about Christ. It says, I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they understand God's mysterious plan, which is Christ himself, and then it goes on to say, in him lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom, And knowledge, meaning this Messiah, this baby that came to earth that we celebrate this Christmas, right? That we celebrate at Christmas. All of the treasures of wisdom and knowledge about life lie within who? Him. And if you look at his life, he certainly is a wonderful counselor. And this wonderful counselor, this incomprehensible wise king, this Messiah, arrived to earth at Christmas. And that's why we celebrate. That's why today... You're going to get around a table and probably have lunch or dinner with people you love or care about. That's why tomorrow you might unwrap a gift or two, right? That's why we do what we do. This is the Messiah that arrived to earth at Christmas. Wonderful counselor. But it also says that he is not only just a wonderful counselor, but a mighty... God, that in fact this Messiah that came to earth is actually God, that Jesus himself is God. And we've talked about this, right, in the book of John. And if you ever want to go back and kind of look up some of our past messages, there's a message series we did called Reflections. It's on our site. But we talked about this, that Jesus actually is God, a part of the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and that that will actually blow our minds, But this mighty God has been with God in a way that we probably will never understand or imagine, right? He has been with God since the beginning, and he will be with God at the end. He is a wonderful counselor, and oh my, is he a mighty, incomprehensible God. And this Messiah arrived to earth at Christmas, This Messiah arrived to earth at Christmas now. I don't know if you know this about me or not yet. Maybe some of you are here for the very first time, but I am not a parent yet, okay? Actually, let me take that back. I am kind of a parent to this amazing little petite golden doodle who, if you were in the parking lot, you saw her today because she was out there, because my wife and I are going to California right after service to unplug in the mountains, and she is coming with us, so she is in the building. Well, not in the building. She was thrown out of the building after the first service, but she's here in in, in spirit, right? Um, So the point is, I'm not a parent yet, but I know from every person that I know who is a parent, they talk about this amazing love, a love that is so big and so powerful that they couldn't even describe it. And it's the love that a parent has for a child and God, the Messiah, Jesus has that same love for his creation, which is why the scripture not only calls him a wonderful counselor, a mighty God, but an everlasting Father. Someone who loves his creation more than he could ever, ever describe. Someone who loves his creation so much that he gave his very life ...for his creation. And it talks about in the scripture how Jesus, this baby that we celebrate... ...and God the Father are actually one. They're one God together. In John chapter 10 verse 30 it says, The Father and I are one. John ten thirty eight Then you will know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. Yes, he is the everlasting Father of all creation, of all mankind... Now, another thing that you may not know about me is that before I started to don this microphone, for the better part of 14 years, I spent my career at a local church working with kids. And dare I say, it's rare that we get to have our kids in our room today. But let's just give them a hand, can't we? Because they're here. And how well behaved are these children, right? Like, I mean, this is unbelievable to me. They weren't like this when I worked with them. I'm very impressed, right? But here's what I want you to know, is I don't get to talk to kids a lot. Your parents love you a lot, more than you will ever, ever know. Just like God, this Messiah that we celebrate, loves his creation more than you will ever, ever know. And this Messiah that we celebrate, this everlasting father, arrived to earth at Christmas. Kids, they're not trying to ruin your life, even though it seems like it sometimes. (laughs) They have your best interests at heart. (laughs) just like God has our best interest at heart. Almighty God, everlasting Father, wonderful Counselor, and then my personal favorite, because sometimes we can just have personal favorites in the Scripture, and we go, that one relates to me. This one relates to me as it describes who Jesus is, because he is all those things, and then the Prince of Peace. And I don't know if you know this, but peace is hard to come by. It was hard to come by then, and it's hard to come by now. If you look around in culture or society or our world today, peace is difficult to come by, and it certainly was difficult to come by back then. But Jesus, the ever-present Prince of Peace, in John chapter 14, it says this, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Peace is something that Jesus gives all of us. Not only should we put our faith in him, but he promotes peace amongst every one of our lives. Do you know this? That Jesus actually told a group of people as he walked the earth, because this group of people thought, it doesn't matter how I treat my brother next to me or my sister next to me. And I'm not talking about your physical blood. I'm just talking about human beings. People had thought for a long time they can just wrong someone. But when Jesus was walking the earth as they wronged someone, they thought that they could just go into the temple and make it right. And go, I don't care about my brother or my sister that I've wronged. I'm just going to go make it right with God. And Jesus said, "Uh uh-uh. He promoted peace so much. He said, don't you dare step foot in that temple until you go make it right with your brother or your sister who you've wronged. Then you come back. Go make it right with them. Go produce love. Go spread peace. That was why Jesus is the prince of peace. And peace... Just equals tranquility. I just believe that if you're striving for peace in your life, you should be striving for that tranquility in your life. Because I'll tell you something about this Messiah that we celebrate, this Jesus that we celebrate. Jesus always, always strived for peace. Peace. Dare I say, dare I say this statement? He was the first person in history to call us to put others before ourselves. He said, Don't you dare think that that person who's standing next to you isn't important. They are more important than you know. Go make it right with them. Love them. Show them grace. Show them peace. Show them mercy. Show them restoration. Nobody preached that message. Nobody except for one, one person. And that person is the Messiah, the Messiah that arrived to earth at Christmas, which is at the end of the day why we're all here why we're all gathered together our hearts gathered together in this room so that we can do this together a group of people and I don't know if you're visiting from out of town or I don't know if you're here and you attend every so often or you're a consistent person who's here every week let me tell you something about the people at downtown Harbor Church these are some of the best most amazing people that I've ever met in my entire life who by the way don't have it all figured out and you're looking at a guy who doesn't have it all figured out and doesn't claim to have it all figured out but what we do do around here at DHC is we just bring our stuff and we say, that's okay, regardless of where you're at. And why we're all here right now is because this Messiah arrived to earth at Christmas. A wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace. But do you know, even though Isaiah referred to the coming Messiah with all of those names that Jesus is called many, many, many other names throughout the scripture. In fact, he's referred to as so many different names and it's mind-blowing when you look at how he is actually described because the scripture describes him as not only wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father and prince of peace. The scripture describes him as the alpha and the omega, the beginning of all things and the end of all things. He was with God in the beginning and will be there in the end. He is described as the author and perfecter of our faith. Christianity, the Jesus movement, is rooted in one event, the resurrection of Jesus. He is referred to as the bread of life, the one who will give life to us should we allow him into our hearts. He is referred to as the great I am. He is referred to as the king of kings ruling over all things. He is the Lord of all, all creation. He is also called the Way, the Truth, and the Life. He is called Savior, and dare I say, the most important. Why we're here, why we celebrate? He is the prophesized and risen Messiah. Told you I had the preaching blazer on today, didn't I? I didn't take a breath there. Gosh, I got a glass of water. I'm just kidding. Um, that's who he is. That's why we're here. That's why we celebrate. That's why we remember that's who Jesus is. Isaiah 9, 6 says this, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. That's who he is. And you know what? So often, so many of us, myself included, tend to compartmentalize the Christmas story because we've heard it so many times, that he's a baby wrapped in cloth, lying in a manger, when we really don't understand who that baby grew up to be. The most famous person in the history of humanity, God in the flesh, and that is who Jesus is is. So every week here at downtown Harbor church, we put a word on the screen and the word is this. It's practical. Okay. What can we actually take from this message? What actually can we hear on a Sunday and put directly into practice on a Monday? Because, see, we believe it's important to do this. We believe that there are a lot of places, um, you know, in our world and in our country that there's somebody up here with a microphone just rambling. And we would never want to do that. In fact, we want every person who comes into DHC to kind of understand and grasp what they hear and then put it into practice on Monday. So we ask ourselves, what's the practical from a message like this? What's the practical for what we could hear and go with from this particular message? And the practical is a very simple one today, but I believe that it's key for every one of us in this room as we begin to understand and unpack what Christmas really was. And this is just the practical today it's believe in the Savior. It's believe in the Savior. So Jesus came to earth at Christmas time in the form of a baby, in human form, but he grew up to say something. He grew up to tell culture, to tell humanity, to tell society, Hey, I'm the Messiah that you've been waiting for. And if you want to be made right with God, you need to believe in me. You need to believe that I am who I said that I am. And for years, people didn't believe him. People go, I've seen him perform miracles. I've seen him do some things, but it's not really the Savior. And he goes, all right. So he had to go to prove that he was who he said that he was, to die, and then three days later to rise again believe in the savior it's believing in your own heart that jesus is who he said that he was it's not necessarily a moment where you come forward or stand up it is just a pivot point in your life it's mental it can be in a prayer it doesn't have to be it's that one moment where you just go yes jesus i believe i believe in that messiah who came to earth that we celebrate this christmas and so There are many names that the scripture gives to Jesus. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, just to name a few. But here's what I want you to know. There are many names of Jesus, but only one matters. Messiah. Because he is exactly who he said that he was. And when you sit back and you understand that Christmas is more than presents under a tree or Christmas is more than, you know, frenzies at a department store or a shopping mall or people so mad that that Amazon package is not coming by this afternoon because if you're like me, you avoided those things like the plague this year, right? Physical locations, Amazon, baby, taking over the world. Anyway, right? So here's the deal. There are many names of Jesus the scripture talks about them all one matters messiah the prophesized messiah who would come to earth to save humanity should they allow him into their life that's why that name matters that's the baby that we celebrate at christmas that's The person who walked this earth and changed every single thing about humanity after he went and died and came back to life. Names of Jesus are important. One carries all the weight, Messiah. So we ask the question as we sit back, why do we stop and remember Why is it controversial? Who is Jesus? That's why Christmas. Let me pray. Father, thank you so much for who you are. And Jesus, I just pray that if there's anybody in this room who has never just committed themselves to you, or asked you to be the center of their life, their savior, that they would just repeat in their hearts after me right now, Lord Jesus, I want you to know that I believe you are who you say that you are. Messiah, that you went and died and rose again so that I could live, fill my life, enter my life. Help me to pivot my life to run straight towards you. No matter what kind of junk I got going on, God, I know that you are who you say that you are. Jesus, surround my heart today. Fill me with your grace and your peace and your restoration and redemption. And Father God, we just love you so much for your miraculous, perfect plan that many of us will never be able to understand or grasp fully, but we believe in it. And God, from the bottom of my heart, I am so thankful to you for Downtown Harbor Church and what you've done through the lives of individuals here and are continuing to do through the lives of individuals here. Go before us, we pray, in Jesus' name, amen.